Well, not yep. the stock. It's not the stock question. Harley tire is what, because you can see the Harley emblem yeah. in there too. Does so. anybody okay. else go through the dealership and run your fingers over those little hairs on the tires when they're brand new? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have, but these are new tires. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 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 that's not where I thought you were going there with the little hairs, bro. But you, know. <laughs> you just rub your fingers on me. You go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. sighs> Welcome back to the Dirty Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. And wild-ass seats stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort, no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers. Hey, before Hello, we get man. started tonight... Um, yeah. You know, I was I was thinking this weekend because I'm getting ready to go on the on that trip to Milwaukee here. Actually, I'm yeah. leaving on the Fourth of July to make a, a stop on the way, and then out to Sturgis. And it it occurred to me as I was thinking like the best mods that I've done to my bike mm-hmm. for travel. Um, we have two sponsors that I haven't talked about in a while that I think we ought to throw some throw some stuff out to today because I you know the and I was actually talking to some guys uh, yesterday out at the dealership that were asking me about my wild ass seat. Mm-hmm. Did that make a difference? And oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, are you kidding? I mean, I've tried almost everything out there, but that wild ass is uh, is amazing. And it's then a game changer. It's yeah. I mean, I do. You know, the, that changed my riding when I'm touring from like planning 400 mile days to 600 mile days. Actually, you know what? I uh, I made a post a, a few weeks ago. I, I should even say, yeah, it was a few weeks ago. We went on our camping trip over Memorial Day weekend. And I made the post, and um, Craig, the owner of Wild Ass, commented on my post. He goes, I hope you didn't forget your Wild Ass seat. Because I, I, got a, um, I bought a different seat that um, was custom covered. And right. I, said, I said to him, I said, no, in fact, I didn't. I said, but I'm running a test, and I want to know. I really want to know because I've been running that wild ass seat since I got it almost exclusively and not riding without it. And I'm like, I really want to know what a difference this makes. Well, I've and done so, a test. How did your test work out? So I, I, okay. So I was, I was on my way down to Duluth and I decided I was going to, I was going to ride my regular seat as long as I could until I couldn't take it anymore. And honestly, I made it about 150 miles and my, uh, my back hurt, my ass hurt, my hips hurt. Everything pretty much from the waist down was uncomfortable. And I put the wild ass seat on for the last 150 miles. Yeah, Dustin, you're not wrong. Even my taint hurt. Your twigged berries were uncomfortable. Everything was uncomfortable. So, no, literally, I put, I put my wild ass seat back on uh, for the last 150 miles. And it just happened to be the last 150 miles of just terrible, terrible road. And, um, it, it, it was, it changed everything. So, so you're not wrong, Dave, it, it turns a, an easy 400 mile day into an easy 600 mile day. And, uh, this ride we have coming up, uh, when you go down to the one twentieth, we're going down to see Dustin and all of us have commented that we're going to be, we're, we're going to be rolling because my whole crew rides wild ass. So, uh, everybody in my crew has, has purchased one from, from, uh, from Craig and, uh, we're all going to be, we're going to be rolling in on, on our wild ass seats. And I, and I know we're using them this weekend down, down to South Dakota too. So, um, absolutely game changer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even go out cause the, the group that I ride with here a lot, you know, we go out and we're, we're out for 12 hours or whatever on a Saturday. Right. Um, an all day ride back roads and everything. And uh, I won't, uh, I've, I've actually tried it doing that without the wild ass before. And that was a little painful, but I, I never go out if I'm riding like that, even just a one day job without a while, without the wild ass on. So do you just leave yours on all the time now, Dave, and never take it off? I, I pretty much do. Yeah. Um, 
unless I get into, you know, like this winter, I wasn't going out on long rides. I was commuting. Mm-hmm. So I took it off because I don't I don't need that to commute. Sure. But it, yeah, if I'm doing any type of riding at all. And then the other thing that, um, you know, really has made a difference for me on the on the road glide is the Memphis Shades. Shield, oh, yeah. Windshield. Right. And, yeah. I, and I say that after having tried every I wanted to do clockwork so bad because everybody was talking about how great clocks clockworks were. And I mm-hmm. have a, a, one of the dealers here is a clockworks reseller. And I spent the day at their, at their shop trying every single clockwork shield that they had going around the beltway to test out, to trial, to do a trial on. And, uh, I put that Memphis shades on and it was just like, bam, hmm. you know, perfect fit distortion, nowhere near as bad as the other manufacturers. So, Anyway, just wanted to give a shout out. There are sponsors. Figured, hey, thanks so much for uh, for uh, making all the great stuff you make. And uh, Craig, thanks for saving my ass routinely. <laughs> yeah, you know the the other thing that I was going to say too uh, uh, before we move away from our sponsors is uh, besides the actual feeling, um, it's the heat. It takes away all of that engine heat that you feel when you're just sitting on your plane seat. You don't you don't get any of that. It, it you know, protects you from that part of it too. So, yeah, definitely yeah, no, a, game a good changer. point. Yep. Although yep. my crack still sweats on a bad day, but you know, ain't I'm nothing not, you can do to keep that from happening. No, for sure not. So, uh, Brittany, yeah, you actually you actually rode some real miles this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before, but yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm not familiar with, so tell everybody, how far is the Barber Museum from where you live? Uh, it is like, it's like around 500 miles. Okay, and was that, uh, a, was that a two-day or three-day trip to get there for you? <laughs> one day. You did it in one day? Yes. Look at that. Look at that. You did it in one day. Nice. Did you tow? Uh, or no. Did you ride? Come on! Just had now. to ask. <laughs> okay, five hundred miles, had... one day trip. Was it was it four stops or fourteen stops? <laughs> I don't know how many stops we did. Was so... there wind? Was it windy? Oh, see, you guys were giving me so much shit in the past about wind, and we had actually on our way back, coming back home, we went down some road that ended. It's the flattest part of like the south that I've ever seen. We had some major Midwest-style winds coming through. and So there were winds. I just rode normal, and some of the guys that we rode with were like, Brittany, I'm, I, I haven't heard you talk about the wind. I'm like, yeah, I know, because I can ride in the wind just like everyone else. Was your head bobbing? <laughs> Did you have the bobblehead going? No, actually, um, Phil and I actually just recently traded um, like windshields for our Memphis Shades. Um, nice. So. I think mine's a 13, maybe. That's what I told you from the beginning. I think it's a 13. <laughs> I what told was, you to get a 13 what was from Phil's? the beginning. <laughs> Phil has, Ryan, did you send me the 15? Uh, Yeah, probably. I think you sent me a 15. a 15. I sent you a 15, yeah. So Phil and I traded because he wanted one a little bit taller, and um, the 15 was just too tall because I had to look through it. So anyways, it worked pretty good. I was able to get it. In a position where I still get some buffeting, but it was definitely tolerable. Whereas before, I was getting like, like headaches because my head was just like shaking so bad. So it was awesome. It was a really good trip. You should check to see if that's coming up from your tank. I'm pretty sure that that's where I get a lot of it from. You can yeah. get deflectors but. to stick mm-hmm. on the side. They and that don't will make a big difference. Make them for. Our specific bike. I had looked in the past. Put Sugru. Make, make, make your own out of Sugru down there. It'd be good. I saw, actually, last year at FDBM, there was a guy who had just bought like thick um, plastic sheets, mm-hmm. like acrylic or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just kind of made his own, which would be really simple to do. There's a so couple companies about... out there, Brittany. You have to uh, you have to search around a little bit, but there's a couple companies out there that make them for different bikes that you wouldn't think. But you you do have to you do have to spend your time go- with some deep 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 dive into into Google Foo. Yeah, I've tried before. If there, you'll have to send me the companies, and I'll take. You a know look what? Check uh, because you know your bike is really popular in Europe. 
um, check some of the European vendors and manufacturers over there. I bet they've, they've probably got all kinds of stuff for your bike. Yeah, that's a good idea. They like the Sport Glide. I'll have to look. It well, and it wouldn't be terrible, like I said, to make some either. I just okay. You I didn't you didn't really done. answer you didn't answer my question, but we'll 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 continue on. What was the question? I asked you how many stops. Oh, I said four or fourteen. Oh, okay, so sorry. Yeah, I'm telling trying to tell stories here. I'm not the best storyteller. Um, you start at the beginning, and then typically that just moves we, into the middle, and then to the end. I feel like we had maybe like six stops on the way down. Okay, somewhere around there. Um, so we did have someone with a Sportster 883, so oh, we had to make okay. sure we planned our... About every 100 miles or so. Yeah. A little bit less, probably. Um, actually, he got crazy good gas mileage. We made it like 130, 150 miles on his tank. What? I was, I was impressed because my Sportster will wow. like run out of gas, so... <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I think we, like, we all were kind of... We all kind of unanimously wanted to stop by then anyways and stretch sure. our legs. Yep. So we did pretty good. And then on the way home, I think we stopped a few more times. Um, I don't know. It felt like it took way longer to get home. So where's the barber all, from where? Too much. where? Where's the barber from where you're at? It's, it's where, where, a little where, bit. Where is it located just first of all? Oh, it's in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, Birmingham, Alabama. I didn't know that, so there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. So it's... you had to ride through Tennessee then? Yep, went through Tennessee. Um, okay. Which, I don't know. I think all that part of the world is really pretty, so. Does it, the Tennessee, from what I understand, is really nice. I've been through there mm-hmm. in a car, but not on a bike, but. Um... So we ended up going down, like, down so there's two main routes that your gps will take you one is like from lexington or louisville go down basically through nashville and then you kind of come back east a little bit or you can go down and go through chattanooga and then go back go over west so we actually we went down towards chattanooga and stayed pretty much on the highways most of the most how many hours did it take you uh I don't know what it was with the stops, but GPS was estimating like I want to say it was like seven to eight hours. Five hundred miles. Yeah, but we were taking highways, like I said, and it's not all straight roads, so it yeah. takes a little bit longer when you're, you know what I mean. We're going. Yeah, like well, I was going to say 60. I would think that'd take you about ten hours. No, it's like somewhere between seven and eight. And then if hmm. you stop, you know, if we, like, we took some longer stops because we were all just kind of casually tripping it down there. So nice. it was good. I will say, um, so I don't use the, the wild ass because I personally haven't gotten benefit out of it. Um, but I get where, like, my seat, I think, is a touch too wide for me. So I get my legs get really, really sore in that spot where they, like, come down around the seat. So that was probably the worst part. But switching out to mid-controls was fucking gold for me, which <laughs> I I knew it would be awesome. I knew I would feel better. I had zero back pain the entire trip. Nice. Um, so I'm, like, sitting in just, just this perfect position. The only thing I struggle with, like I said, is where where the seat like hits my legs so my legs get really sore do you have highway bars i i can't reach them like comfortably but even if i did that my i would i would end up with lower back pain because i'd be like hunched kind of hunched and stretched no i'm just thinking about a place to put your legs to get that pressure off where you're talking about that pressure point that you're feeling if you have highway bars to change your position yeah i mean i I can. I have to hold my legs up. I can reach it. Okay. Because like but when I have I, to hold them in place. When I'm on a long trip, I'm like doing yoga on my bike. I drive yeah. with one arm down, the other arm down. I'll stretch my arms back, let go, and drive with no hands for a while. I'll uh, um, put one leg up and put like one leg up on the um, uh, on the highway bar and one leg down, and then switch up and then ride with both of them down. And then sometimes I'll put my legs out even further. So that my ankles are resting on the highway bars yeah. and my legs are just kicked out like a duck. I ride like that too. So um, I, I'm doing yoga when I'm on my bike because I I find that 
if you're kind of moving around like that, you're you're kind of relieving those pressure points. For and, sure. you know, over the course of a long day of riding um, that that fatigue in one place adds up. So if you're if you're moving around a lot, you get that, you know, you move that fatigue around. Lately, I've been getting a lot of shoulder pain in my right shoulder. That's where I've been really feeling it. And I, I Do don't you like feel like you're hunching or something. I'm not really sure. Your bars. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on. Nothing has changed. This is a new thing to this year. My right shoulder. In fact, I told my wife when I came home on uh, on Sunday, I'm like, I think I need to ice my shoulder. I think I have some inflammation or something, but I don't know. Uh, my my right shoulder is hurting. It could still be your bars. I mean, you they may not have changed, but you've changed. Yeah, over the, over the off yeah. season. I mean, it, it it could be it could be that. I mean, I'm not changing my bars, so. I mean, I'm just going to have to uh, figure it out. So I did just buy a pullback bracket. I'm trying to think. It's made by Krauss um, because I do wish that I would have bought taller handlebars when I bought mine. Like, I think I would have been better off with like a 12 inch bar. Almost. I did put the the pullback bracket on, which brought it, it brings it back like just under two inches and then raises it up like. Same thing, just somewhere around two inches. Sure. And it's more comfortable now for sure. Almost every person that I've ever talked to, when they put bars on their bike, wishes they would have gone taller than they do. Like that first that yeah. first initial blush, you're like, oh, I can't do 15. That's way too high. And then, then, then they get the 13s and they're like, man, I should have done 15s. Yeah. But that's what I did. I got 13s and I probably should have done 15s. But I don't regret it. I just, uh, it's just different. You know, different strokes, but well, and these bars too are very different from like the Sportster bars. These are very much like they're very straight. They don't have any real like pullback or anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a lot different too. Whereas sure. sometimes if your bars are too short, you can kind of move. You know what I mean? You can angle them and get away with it. But yeah, the, I'm the glad I bought I that was, bracket. The problem I have with with this any stock bar is wrist position. Harley has some sort yeah. of weird thing about wrist position in their stock bars. And I don't like the stock bars on the road King. I don't like the stock bars on the road glide. They're they're It's a weird oh, wrist position. Suck. I'm not. Fa- yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fan <laughs> of it. So they do suck. They suck really bad. In yeah. fact. So, but yeah. So Dustin, you caught a delicious bass this weekend, didn't you? Oh boy. Did I? Yeah. Then I got outdone by my old man. So we, we weighed them. Mine was about five pounds. And then, 10 minutes before we pulled out of there, my old man has to outdo me and pull a six pounder out of the, out of the fucking <laughs> ponds. No, that, was the biggest, that, that was the biggest bass I ever caught. Did you go so fishing it, all day or like the whole from weekend? Like, yeah, or? from like three o'clock till like seven o'clock. Nice. Right my cousin's ponds, yeah. I personally so hate fishing, but I'm glad you went and had fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love is, it. is bass, uh, is that a, um, is that a pan fish? Do you, do you cook it up? Mm-hmm. Do you? Okay. It's good eating. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know anything about fish. I, I am not a. I'm not a like a lake fish connoisseur. So that's why I asked. So I'm not trying to be like. A, well, you I, I really come don't out. Know. You and the walkers come out and go fishing with me out of my cousin's ponds. If you don't want to fish, you can sit on the patio and drink beer. I'll sit on the patio and drink beer. I'm not a fisher. I'm not a fisher person. I, I'll eat fish though. I mean, I, I I like a. I like that kind of stuff, but I, I'm not a fisher person myself. Yeah. But on Saturday. It was pretty fun because we had our custom motorcycle showcase. Oh, yeah, the, okay. A lot of the dealers all over the U.S. were doing it, so a lot of us were encouraged to put on a show and everything. It was part of a package deal with the test ride days. If you did that, you know they kind of wanted you to do the, the motorcycle showcase too. So we've been promoting that for a little over a month, and we had about 30 pretty awesome bikes show up, and we, you know, we had a few hundred people show up in attendance. We had a live band, and we had some bag toss going on, and... I saw some. We saw some cool choppers, and we gave away some some plaque awards. And nice. cool. I, I tell you what, I saw one of the coolest Sportsters ever. It was originally an eight eight three sporty, but they had decked this thing out like a flat track dirt bike. Nice. Cool. They even had the Renthal like handlebar. Uh, mm-hmm. What pad. do you call those? The pad. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. The handlebars. Sweet exhaust, knobby tires. It had the the plate on the front, and it was all like custom painted. It was a it was a cool fucking bike. But uh, did they have the all, lights integrated into the plate, or was it just a yes, plate and They took the lights they, off. Yeah, they were into the plate. I love that look. Well, I no, actually, no. They had they had a strip 
a really, really bright fucking LED strip. I don't know about on the six or seven inches right above the plate. Oh, okay. But on uh, for for a second there, I thought you were talking about the rear license plate, but they had light they had lights in that too. That was pretty oh neat. nice. I'll have to send you guys some pictures of it because it was really really cool. I mean, we had a most creative category, mm-hmm. and it had my vote along nice. with uh, a, <laughs> another chopper that a local chop shop did. That was really fucking awesome. And the guy I met uh, for that actually knows Jared Weems and has been to Born Free. Oh, nice. Cool. cool. Yeah, so he had a couple choppers there, and they were pretty awesome. I'm going to have a video up on the Ted's YouTube page sometime this week of the show, kind of like a montage of everything that went on. It went, it went pretty good. We had some food trucks there, and a lot of people showed up. The hog group, the Alton hog group, I'm going to give them a shout-out because they volunteered like over half of the chapter to come help for registration and, you know, helping me with whatever I needed. So huge shout out to the Dalton hog chapter. And you've had your, you've had your Adam Sandoval event uh, not too long ago too, didn't you? Yeah. Dave just went to one. Was that today? Uh, I went yesterday to one. And then today I went to uh, the, they had a really good turnout at Quantico. Yeah. We had a, we had a pretty decent turnout. I think he had had a $10,000 day on our day for, and I saw that, Pharaoh Harley Davidson just blew it up. It was like a $12,000 day. And that's awesome because it seemed like he was really wanting some bigger money days coming in. But when he hit the Midwest, things kind of went up from there and, you know, they're going out East and they're all killing it for him. So it's, it's good to see. Yeah. They announced today uh, before he got there, they were doing kind of a briefing with, with the crowd and there was, it was a really good turnout that they were um, about halfway towards the goal. With mm-hmm. just under halfway left on the the convoy. Yeah, see, nice. 120, 120 stops. I think we were sixty four on the stops. At least. <clears throat> nice. I think. Is his probably it, seventy by now? Is his goal a half a million? Is that his mm-hmm. goal? Okay. Yep. That's good for him. I mean, I mean, he had people riding with him for <clears throat> you know weeks. And I got to meet some of the some of his crew. We went to Fast Eddie's afterward. Adam didn't stick around too much longer. He did some filming there and everything, and stayed for a beer. But his his wife and his son came along. They were there for the the trip to Ted's. So he kind of went back hung out with his family, which I totally understand that you're on the road. You know, you want to see your family. But no, it was a good day, and I don't have it with me right now. But those guys were so appreciative, like the vets that were with him, that were with him from almost day one. They gave me one of those uh, Wounded Warrior, like, metal coins. Challenge, challenge coins. coin. Yeah, yeah, a challenge cool. coin. I was Very honored cool. to receive that because they were just some cool dudes, and they were kind of looking for, like, a local eats place to go. And they didn't order food at Fast Eddie's, but I pointed them in the direction of Grafton <clears throat> to go down the river to see the river road. So yeah. they, they went down there and went to um, where we went back in 19, the um, uh, loading dock. Oh, nice! Sitting there, right there on the river, on a yeah, big patio yeah. and everything. Yep, yep. It almost like looks like Florida beachy, place. but except yep. the water's not as clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that place. No, what did you what did you think about his bike, man? I I was checking that bike out yesterday. It's uh, the one he's riding, that one twentieth anniversary road dude, ride. That paint is beautiful. Oh, it's incredible. I I I registered to win it because you know you can't even if you're an HD employee, and I I put in to win the fucker. I hope I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care how many miles are on it. Yeah, I did a little video um, more for my my purposes because I, I dug some of the uh, upgrades that they did on the bike. Mm-hmm. Look like uh, some stuff I hadn't seen before. Yeah, I'll, oh, I, nice. I got I got photos of it. I can pull up if you guys just want to ramble on in the back room in the background. Ramble, ramble. Yeah, so, but that yeah. paint definitely is incredible looking in in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like. So I would say the 120th paint and the El Diablo paint, um, pictures do not do it justice. When yeah. you see it in person, it is fucking oh, yeah. amazing, yeah. and it is such a rich. It's such a rich color. I, I don't have any other like any other term to describe. It has a lot it of depth. Than, There's yeah. a lot of depth in the paint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's such a yeah. It's just it's a really really nice color, and I I, I really like it a lot. Yeah, we're getting a. Uh, uh, we're getting we're getting really we're getting really excited to uh, to come out. This is this is shaping up to be a fairly epic riding season for for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, just with the the trips that we have planned, going back down to see Dustin and the, and the uh, 
the original the original first meetup and and bringing the you know the white walkers didn't exist at that time and so bringing my my uh my whole crew or most of my crew i guess kenny's not gonna be able to make that trip uh down for that one just found out that uh our trip this weekend to the iron horse saloon in sturgis um or near sturgis um whitewood um all my whole crew is going to be able to go for that one now they're all going to the iron horse then yeah 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 Nice. So uh, we didn't know that everybody was going to be able to make up, but now everybody's going. In fact, and Bob is uh, riding two up with a 17-year-old son. Wow. Cool. Check that uh, out. So, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. And his son is actually really, really jonesing. His son wants to come down to Illinois um, when we go down to see Dustin. And Bob's like, Bob's just well, like, his, his son's thing name you is. you got to consider, Ryan, if we're wanting to go to Fast Eddie's, the young pup can't come. Right. Well, it's it's really more about. Uh, um, he can't. A, but there's other places. That's a hard to go. way to to get into riding going on a thousand mile day. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like we're we're more concerned about the the fact that we're going to be doing that trip in one day than than him being underage. Yeah. So he's he, he's a um, he's a good kid, and uh, it would be great if he could come down. But we're we're right now just really digesting the idea that we're going to be doing this trip in one day and then riding with Dustin for two days and then doing it again. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got some, I got some cool going to be planned for us. The only thing that could fuck it up is the weather. Hey, I, I'm, I'm not, it's we're, been, we're, it's been pretty dry here. We've only yeah. had rain two or three days in the last month. Uh, so we lucked out on our trip because we, we were supposed to have storms. We've been we the same way, some. but they said tonight we got rain for like the next 10 days. Oh, Holy gosh. Well, isn't, isn't there a, days. Isn't oh, there there's a, a hurricane, hurricane or something? Yeah. There's a hurricane, Dave. That's Is why. There? Yeah. It's coming in from like the, the southeast or something. Uh-huh. Off the coast. That's that. causing all Fuck, that shit. Dude, it's, it's only June. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is un- it's an unusual weather pattern I saw on the weather Great. channel. Great, Canadian wildfires, which votes and I are probably going to be driving or riding through coming back. That's mother, from Na- that's mother nature's way of saying put the fucking fires out. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> we're getting we're getting Shit's our justice up right now. Right, exactly. We're getting our justice for a bullshit winter that we had. So uh, it's yeah. seven it's seven oh five here. It's ninety one degrees here right now, and tomorrow it's supposed to be ninety eight. Dude, there's gonna be old people dying damn, up here tomorrow. Damn, dude. We're just uh, yeah. It's you're gonna nuts, see dude. you're gonna see 85 year old grandmas and Daisy Dukes. You are, you are <laughs> up here, dude, for real. Because <laughs> those you're gonna see full on middies too. <laughs> Here's Adam's bike. Nice. Yeah, I love the anniversary yeah. paint. It's amazing. I like the see through intake. Uh, zoom in on that. Does that? I don't have a zoom. Oh, yeah, no, I see it. I see it. I like those lights. He's all zeroed out. I like the the lights he's got on the um, on that um, chop engine guard. Oh, yeah. That's a Harley. That's a Harley add on, Dave. They they sell those now. The thing I really like, too, and I don't know if it's part of that Empire collection or not. You can't really see it here, but instead of having highway pegs, he has the the I don't know what you can call them. Floorboard extenders or whatever off yeah, to the side. That's a that's actually zero also, and that's an ASR add-on. That's his part. Nice. Yep, mm. that's the Adam Sandoval part. And then he's got the bag, the lights underneath his bags. That's a zero part also. Yeah. That you can see there. Uh, Tony put the uh, see-through air filter on his bike. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's got. He's got a nice. He's got a nice. Uh, a it's nice mix setup. of parts. That fucking paint, though. Seriously, with that gold emblem. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, it's 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 rich. It's rich and deep. I mean, everywhere in that paint, it's. Uh, and and it looks uh, even better on the CVOs. Like yeah. the CVO yeah. is the best version of it I've seen because there's more black in it. Sure. So there's a lot of there's a lot of contrast with that badge. Sure. It really. Yeah, pops. the photos, photos and videos don't do that paint justice. No, they never do. You got to see that shit up close and personal. Yep. So, Adam doing this big long ride and all the trips that we have planned, that leads me to talk about or think about something that I have been wrestling with is uh, tires. I know that we've talked a little bit about tires in the past, but we have not, like, because, um, you know, you always, there's you can find a million videos about there about what's the best tire, what's a good tire, you know, how, how you ride, all that kind of stuff. And so I know that Dustin's got some new tires recently. Mm-hmm. Dave has invested in tires in the past on his fat Bob. Yep, this and week. His, 
it, I got I got new tire uh, this and week, he, and he got new tires this week on his on his his bike, and so, and I'm I bought new tires a couple seasons ago, but I'm fairly certain that I'm going to need new tires prior to um, finishing my trips this year. I think probably before South Dakota and before FTBM for sure. But the first thing I want to know is how do you know when you need to change your tires? When well, when when are when, when, you, when you get a big ass bolt through it? Uh, and all the air goes out in a half a second. That's a that's a good indication. Okay, what's the what's the so what's this uh, tread pattern thing that you that you speak of, Dustin? If you're if they're not Harley tires, if they're aftermarket tires, what's this wear wear mark that you speak of that that you? Uh, look I've at? only owned Harley tires until I bought these Shinkos, but I haven't really looked at the Shinkos to see what what that well, looks like. I know, Honestly, like the Michelin has the little like Michelin man on it. And that's your indicator for when it, um, like when you've worn all the tread down. I would imagine, though, that it's very similar to like a car where there's, you know, you're only supposed to run your tread out to a certain amount and then you need to change them. Okay. Dave, do you know what's the, what's the rule for motorcycle tires of when you, when you change them out? You know what? I don't know, dude. I just, when it start, when they start looking bad, I go, I need a new tire. Right. Because the reason why I ask is that I have um, I I bought two seasons ago Pirelli Nighthawks, and when I bought the tires, the guy told me that they're a little softer tire, and that they're about a ten thousand mile tire, and I have way more than ten thousand miles on these tires, so I'm not really sure when I'm supposed to change them. So I, you know, what I found. Um, Let's just talk about the last two bikes, Fat Bob and the 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 Road Glide. I have always gotten way more miles out of my tires than I've been told they were. And they recommend for. Okay. My, okay. Like my Fat Bob, the stock tires, I went about thirteen thousand miles. I think it was. Okay. On the stock wow. tires, still didn't need to change them, but I, I was jonesing to try out those Cruise Techs so okay. bad. I went ahead and changed changed them out at thirteen thousand. Okay. Um, my front tire, I just replaced stock Dunlop on the Road Glide this week. Um, and when I check with this, I've got 15,000 miles on the Road Glide. Okay. Plus a few. Um, and when I check with the service department, they're like, you know, you can probably still have about another 3,000, 2,000 on the front tire. But I've already and, changed my, I'm on my third rear. So I went ahead and. and- and they're con- they're conservative about how they change tires, and you're on your third rear, not necessarily for wear, right? Because you blew out one with a big spike in it. I had I got a nail uh, three months after I got the bike, and then I had the spike through the right the rear tire. So two tires you had to change because of of bad luck, but that's so that 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 leads me to to question because I am on my I. I um, I had the same thing. I had a, I had a nail in one of my tires, so I had to I exchanged my rear tire on my bike when I still had the wheel and tire plan. And then um, I currently have Pirelli Nighthawks on my bike, and I basically, and this is uh, just being one hundred percent transparent. I, I like the tires, but really I purchased them because I got them during COVID, and and there weren't mm. a lot of tires available, and it was the mm. only tire I could find in the size for my bike that I could get a front and rear. Right. It's, and still I had hard, actually, it's still hard to get tires in some yeah, places too. I had to get them for, for two separate vendors. But one of the things that I did in my research of looking for tires is I found out the difference between a soft tire and a high mileage tire, which I, which I didn't know until I started doing some, some research in it. So apparently the soft tires are basically made with the same material throughout the tire. The, the side of the tire and the middle of the tire are the same material. Right. So that's your like your Shinko 777s that a lot of people like to run if they are on curvy roads and that kind of stuff. It's not a high mileage tire. They say you're going to get five to eight thousand miles out of them, but they're super, super sticky. Okay, so they're really good for if you're doing a lot of cornering and curves and that kind of stuff. Right. So a high mileage tire, from what I understand, has three two two distinct parts to it there's the edge part of the tire which is made out of softer material and the middle part of the tire which is a harder material for essentially long straight straight roads so it's a it's a tire made of different compounds so that when you do corner you have that softer kind of edge part of your tire and then a harder compound in the middle 
for just ru- running those really long tires or really long miles. Yeah, those are hybrids, right? Like the Cruise Techs. I think the Messler Cruise Techs were like that. Yeah, I think there's a few. Mm-hmm. There's a few more brands that are like that that have like that that's yeah. hybrid tire that, but they call them high mileage tires. So you can buy motorcycle tires that are rated for 20,000 20, miles or more now. Well, that's what I'm doing with these Shinko SR999s. They're a fairly new tire that Shinko put out, but they're called long hauls. So they're okay. for longevity, but they also give you the good grip and performance of a softer tire. Nice. Now, I, I did really, I gave them a good test the first day I left the dealership with them because there are some good, almost 90 degree turns and curves on my ride home through the country. And I, I leaned into them to a little bit. And, and you could, you could kind of tell the difference in a softer and a harder tire from the seat. You just can't. I, I, it's something you can't really explain. Right. But you know, there's, there was a difference in the feel of the tire. But I'm every, I'm every bit as confident in the corners with them that I was with the Michelins. Okay. What's the do, do you know what the mileage rating is on those? I don't know. It's a fairly new tire, so I don't know. I, I've never really read any reviews or anything on how long somebody has actually gone with them. But they're okay. They're considered a touring tire. Okay. Okay. So and, I thought I'd and, give them a shot. They're actually more reasonably priced than the Michelin Scorchers, which I thought were a great tire. You know, they and, did everything I needed them to and more. But and Shinkos are are traditionally um, a, a, a lower priced tire. Yep. I don't want to say cheap because that has bad connotation, but a lower priced tire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah, it saved me a few bucks, but I mean, I'm so far I like them. I mean, I'd get them again, knowing that they're going to last, and we'll see if they're going to last. But if they if they're Every bit as good as they've been on this trip I'm going to take this weekend, they'll get a really, really good test. Then uh, I'll probably stick with them. To answer your where question, Brian, um, mm-hmm. so just like with a car, you are supposed to replace your tires when the tread depth, like you don't want to go beyond one millimeter left of tread. Either it's one millimeter. Two thirty seconds of an inch, probably. Yeah, one thirty seconds of an inch. Yeah. But on motorcycle tires specifically, within your tread, there's like little bars that mm-hmm. you can look for, and those those are the indicator for um, that that measurement. So you know, once your tread gets flat down to where those little bars are, that's when you need to replace them. And where would those um, bars be located on your tire? They're like inside the um, the little canyons in the tread. Yeah. Yeah. You can see them. They're popping up a little bit. Okay. But another good thing to do is if you're at your deal, local dealership or, or whatever, you know, ask ask somebody in service. They'll even come out and measure it with a tool sure. and tell you how much tread you have left. And, you know, depending on how much you ride and how often, you could probably get a pretty good idea of when you need to I'm going to have to do that when we come up to Ted's because, uh, because I do not have a dealer in my in my hometown anymore. So. Mm. Haven't for a while. That's cray cray. You can well, you can buy the little tread measurely thingies. Yeah, yeah your keychain really put on. But, but I tell you, try to get every mile you can out because goddamn man, prices on tires are going up. They're everything else. hardcore. Yeah, I can't believe how much I paid. I just paid. I think it was with my discount. I think it was around two fifty five or something for that front tire. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. And that's yeah, and just the stock Dunlop. They're about $100 a tire for install now, too. I you, paid $155 for... Per I tire? I only did one, which is the front. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're not... It's not cheap to, to replace your tires now for install mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to make one of my daughters get a job so she can buy me tires for my motorcycle. So. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Remember that Barbie guess. playhouse I bought you when you were That's a kid? Right. <laughs> it's time You're to be the work. fiddler. Yeah, time to work that baby off. That's right. Yeah, between that and the price of gas is going back up, guys. It's it's great. It's great information because uh, um, I... I'm still, oh, oh there's well, the see, there's bar. a little Harley, and there's the wear yeah, bar. Yeah. So like for the Harley, they have, like, a little yeah. emblem in there, but these are the wear uh-uh. bars. So, like, this one's probably the, I guess you can't see my mouse. I'm trying to point for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the one on the left or the right, that shows it the best because you can see how your tread is much taller than that little bar is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those of you on the, uh, listening to the audio podcast, please go to the YouTube channel, 5 Yeah. Authors. 
Well, that's yep. a stock. It's that's a, a stock question. Harley tire, is what because you can see the Harley emblem in yeah. there too. Does so. anybody okay. else go through the dealership and run your fingers over those little hairs on the tires when they're brand new? <laughs> I can't say that I have, but these are new tires. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's that's not where i thought you were going there with the little hairs bro but you You just rub your fingers over me you go (laughs) oh god that's that's great no it's really it's it's great information because i think that that sometimes um you know like like i would say tires like every other mod right how do you ride and that's going to tell you what kind of tires you should be looking yep. at. Sometimes and, you, you know, just got to fuck around and find out. Yeah, sometimes you got to <laughs> fuck around and find out. Yep. Sometimes that can that can be expensive, but sometimes that could be expensive for sure. Be. Yep. What was that? What was that post, Brittany? That that I sent you the other day. My to- what was my toxic trait? Shit, I can't even. I looked at it yesterday and I can't even remember. You have it. so many. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we discussed it earlier. Being an asshole and embarrassing yourself. Yeah, there was there was. Let bad... me look it up now because I can't remember. There was a, there was another one. I saw. Oh, I it's, sent it, it was her. a story, so I can't look at it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that tells you how good my that memory on the is. Insta. I'm fucking doomed. Yep. It was something about it was something about my toxic trait being uh, like you know hitting the interstate going ninety oh, miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Entering the inter- interstate like a NASCAR driver. You certainly did that shit lines. on the way to the MC's clubhouse last You know, fall. speaking about that, dude, <laughs> I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to getting on the road with you yep. and comparing things because I've um you know, I'm not I'm not gonna mince meat. I've told you that, you know, your bike sounds like horrible in my ears when i'm riding behind you we but, talked about so, you multiple times so i Ryan. was i was riding this weekend with mm-hmm. my group of friends and uh this couple was behind me she was mm-hmm. on hers and he was on his and he was right behind me uh, off to the right and when we stopped the first stop i said hey dude my bike sounds sexy or what and uh he said well i gotta tell you don't like it and she really doesn't like it I'm like, what do you mean? He said, you can, you can feel the pulsing coming out of the back of my bike. He said, it's like a pulse come out. So interesting. I'll be, it'll be interesting comparing our bikes, Ryan, when we get together out in South Dakota, now that we both have both done the, the engine work. Yeah. Like I can tell you that. um, So here a, a little while ago, and I don't know if you guys saw, we posted on the on the Instagrams, but um, we did a cam upgrade on uh, my buddy Nick's bike. So he put the 475 cam chest in his bike, and um, he did the fueling the fuel moto um, tuner, and so fuel moto sent him a tune. And the first time him I, him and I went out to ride, um, it wasn't good. Um, his, he has a, he has a heritage 114, and, uh, he couldn't, he couldn't keep up with me even closely. Um, we were, I, I was, I was beating him off the line. I was beating him in a third gear pull. So we, we both, uh, were in third gear going the same mileage, like going like 40 miles an hour. And we just, was that straight, because you, you have pull. all that harsh noise coming out of the back of your bike and it was no, keeping him down? No, dude, he, he couldn't, okay. his bike wasn't there was something not squared away. <clears throat> so he, he, he let fuel moto know. And then in between that time, he also did an SNS, the SNS 55 millimeter, um, air intake, the, um, uh, you know, right behind you can replace that plastic air intake that Harley puts on yeah, with, the, yeah, with yeah. a really nice SNS air intake. So he replaced that and fuel moto sent him another tune. And he kind of told him what, how his bike was feeling. And we went out riding this weekend, dude, it's not even close now. he, it's like his it's like his entire bike is a fireball dude that thing is so fucking rowdy really just, oh my god it's nuts it's nuts it's how rowdy it is wow i mean we did a straight like stop line pull he blew blew me blew by me off the line we did a 30 or 40 mile an hour pull blew by me in the middle of the road i mean his bike is nuts wow how's it yeah, sound it's not it, you know uh my in my opinion, this is my opinion. My bike sounds a lot better and sounds a lot more rowdy and meaner um, because he has uh, a whole different exhaust system. He did a straight two into two exhaust system on his, which is not right. how the Heritage comes stock. 
um, he, but he did true duels. So it's one pipe going off to the left and one pipe with no crossover. Um, so his bike definitely has a much different sound than mine does. Uh, mine's still way louder and way rowdier than his. Dude, but- your bike is harsh. It is so loud. We seriously, we joked about it a lot on our trip this weekend. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I really didn't. I, I really was never like this, like loud, like super igno- obnoxious, whatever. I, I'm sorry. I love the sound of my bike. I just, I do. It's I love you're it. You're an asshole. You just, you sounds... just want the attention <laughs> no. and the noise. No, I know. He's we, not really yeah, that in all bad. fairness. Ryan did not plan on. I, I, I think. I didn't. He, he did was as shocked early. as anybody. Yeah. After doing that engine work. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm just giving you shit. I mean, your bike your bike is amazing. You know. No, no, it's but it's, it's for, but it's it's for real. Yeah. When Tony and I started in his garage and his fucking vibrate, his door was vibrating. I was like, oh shit. And Tony was like, this motherfucker's really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. amazed at how loud it. I mean, the zombies are the loudest pipes that I've ever heard. They really are. But I yeah. am pretty amazed at how much louder it is since you put in the cam. Yeah, it's it's it is it is a it's wild. It's a bit, it's a bit rowdy for sure. But I, I I've been really happy with it. I will tell you this though, um, once you start getting into your motor and doing some things, you, there is a significant sacrifice in gas mileage. Oh hell yeah, buddy! Mm-hmm. Yep, I get about forty miles less per tank than I did before my cam. So. You know, some people are like, well, that's because you're just like, you know, roping it from it. intersection to intersection. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm well, like, but the, I just but get out on the road and there, ride. It, 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 there, there's two. So I'm, I've noticed the same thing. Now, if, if I, if I don't ride like a hoodlum, <laughs> you know, I've, I've dropped, I, what was it like three miles a gallon? Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are a lot of times when I, go down I'm, I'm getting like 32 miles a gallon or or i think i think the lowest i had was 31 and that was when i was riding like an asshole okay so after yeah after you do a stage two or whatever you do the work there's a lot of it you're going to take a hit but a lot of it depends on how you know the style of riding that you're doing right the other thing too is that um specifically i know that this cam setup it likes to be in the upper rev range. So it likes to roll at 3000 RPM. So if I'm going slow, like if I'm rolling through a town and I'm going 20 miles an hour, I'm in first or second gear, Mm -hmm. sometimes even first where before I would have been in second gear and just strolling right now. I have to be in a lower gear than I was before because it wants to be at the upper end of the rev limiter. Otherwise it feels it's, it's chuggy, right? It just wants to wind out. So um, so that's been probably the biggest thing to get used to because that's not how um, I'm not. A, um, I've always been a shift by sound person. Like when I hear my bike wind out, I shift. I don't yeah. look at the RPMs and I've had to pay a lot more attention to the RPMs because it happened to me yesterday. I went, uh, I, 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 I hit my rev limiter. So it kicked my bike down, but I went 60 in second gear. So, and I hit the rev limiter and, and, and I was going 60 in second gear. So it definitely changes the, the, the complete nature of the, that, that bike. But, um, yeah, the, it, it's, it's a different, it's a different situation altogether for sure. So yeah. well, I'm looking forward to getting out to the, the Hills, the black Hills with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun and, of and fun uh, spending, spending that time out there and, and, uh, you know, checking really, really getting an idea of what that event is, is all about, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that too. I'm just looking forward to hanging out. We don't get to hang out enough. Yeah, for sure. So I'm looking forward to doing a little moto camping this weekend. If the le- weather doesn't Are you? Le- let my satchel stick to my leg. You're going down nice. to the Picatinny campground thingy by the, by the river thingy. No, me and uh, me and my buddy Roger are gonna go up to Anamosa, Iowa, and visit the National Motorcycle Museum. Oh, nice! And we're gonna stay at a—I forgot the name of the state park—but we're gonna stay at a nearby state park and cook some fucking ribeyes over a campfire and cook that bass, man. I've Take got that a bass bottle. I've got a bottle of monkey shoulder here. We're gonna try to hammer as much as we can, and just yep. Since nice. I since I don't work with you know roger anymore we don't see each other a whole bunch we've been talking about doing this for a while so 
Nice. It's about a 320-mile trip up there, and we're going to go the long way. We're going to take the river up. No, it's going to be beautiful. If we, take, if we take the interstate up, it's just going to be four hours of cornfields. You know, right. I don't want that. Like, yeah. we, need to ta- we need to take the scenic route. We'll, we'll yeah, go up for the sure. River. So get yourself a go go to the go to like the Walmart or grocery store or whatever. Get yourself a big, you know, a thing of tin foil. Buy some some uh, small red potatoes, some onions, some peppers. Mm-hmm. Cut them, cut those potatoes in half. Throw some seasoned salt in there. Wrap it up and throw it right in the coals. Steam and eat that with your about, steak. Yep, steam them. Yep. yep, we do that all the time here. Potato packets, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's such a it's such a great like camp campfire food meal. Especially when you're riding your motorcycle and you have a beer or something, it's really nice. So the the tent I'm using is the tent I bought for MMM 19, and it's still never been out of the box. So <laughs> nice. This will be the first time I've used that tent. The inaugural trip. Yeah, there watch it. I pull it out, and it's fucked up like that tent we took over to Waynesville. <laughs> <I'm pissed. laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> I said I need to find an academy quick. Yeah. Nice. No, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be hot as balls, though. It's, I think it's supposed to be like 90. But Oof. it's supposed to get down in like the sixties at night. So are you a are you a, a ground sleeper or are you gonna air mattress it? I bought an air mattress I found on Amazon that you pump up with your foot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I do have the Airmoto pump, which I'm yeah. taking just if we need it. But this one, you just air it up with your foot, and it only takes like I think like not even two minutes. It's got like nice. a built-in like pillow for your head and everything. I nice. got a blanket, nice. and it should be. Uh, <laughs> Get you some bluegrass music playing. You'll pump that thing up lickety split. Mm. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Play the South Park theme song. Maybe some I can get it, maybe get it done by the time he gets to the Kenny part. Some mm. of those manual pumps are honestly like so much faster and better than the electric ones anyways. Oh, I got a little USB air pump. Yeah. You plug, mm. plug it, you charge it with USB, and then stick it in there. and. We've had, I told like, Ryan, yeah. That Aeromoto pump, it's already it's already earned its 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 weight in gold already. I've used it so many times. That's nice. good. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. We so all we... bought rain gear for our trip this and then got lucky and it didn't rain on us. We had a few sprinkles, but uh, like riding down we all talked about how we had uh, just none of us had rain gear prior to the trip and we all ordered new rain suits. What'd you <laughs> get? Them. What'd you get? Um, well, I don't have like a formal suit. Jared and one other person bought the, um, what is it, Nelson Nelson Rig? Yeah, Nelson Riggs. One of their suits. I have a frog tog uh, motorcycle pants. Frog tog, dude. I'm telling you, that's you, the Dustin recommended that to me a couple of years ago. They're good shit. And the yeah, best place to buy them is on Amazon. You can get them at Walmart now. You can get a full you can get a full head to toe set at Walmart for oh, thirty bucks. The for motorcycle bucks. ones are just regular. Frog no, they're dogs. just regular. Like if you want to go camping or hunting or whatever, like yeah. If you, the- if you order them through uh, Amazon, which is what I did, you can order different sizes or whatever. You don't pay for anything until you tell them which one you're going to keep, and you ship back the stuff you don't like. Yep. Try before you so buy on super, Amazon. They're good. They're convenient. light. They're easy to pack. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they work. So I'll, I'll be taking mine because there's a chance of uh, storms on Sunday on our trip back in the afternoon. But we plan on being out early and hopefully beating that because the weather patterns in northern Illinois are so much different than they are down here. As long as we get out by, I would say, noon, we should be fine. And I'll be riding uh, through there in a few weeks. Hey, Wait, what's couple- the deal? You're in Illinois. What's the deal with the friggin' tolls up there, dude? I'm not, I mean, I'm not complaining. But I've been. I don't live in I've a toll zone. I don't Illinois live in a, toll a lot, but Northern Illinois. Yeah, Chicago. They they, they, they want never, everybody's money up there. I've never been charged in all the years that I've gone back and forth through Illinois. I don't know if I've just been lucky or what, but I thought you when you go through like those toll lanes up in Northern Illinois, there's you're supposed to check the website usually like, within yeah. 14 days, and it's supposed to come up and tell you how much you owe but i've never i've never been charged are they I free know, for I, motorcycles i never go up so. there i'm a southern i'm southern illinois guy hmm. i i think i do think dave that some of those tolls have trouble reading the license plates on motorcycles because the big toll that was in uh um the big toll that was in kentucky i never got sent a bill for none of same, none of my crew did same 
the first time I went to Tony's, hmm. uh, when me, you, and Walter went, Dave, I went through a toll and I never got a bill. Hmm. Well, I know maybe the... it was the black electrical tape I put across. My <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably it. Well, I know with the, the Fat Bob, I had that um, that plate that I forgot what it was called that stuck out the back of the, that chop fender to keep the rooster spray from coming up, the uh, rooster yeah. tail. And yeah. the Which plate Tony could have used when you guys went yeah. through that concrete dust. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, so I assume that, that 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 was why, that it just couldn't read my license plate because I'd have the top case on. But it's happened on the road glide, too. Not gonna I complain. think it's just harder to read them. I mean, they are smaller plates and whatnot, too. Well, that's what and they they're get in a different for... spot on every on, on every motorcycle. You know what I mean? Like it varies yeah. a little bit. Well, that's what they get for not going easy pass like everybody else and doing their own shit. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the as long know, as you're south this... of Decatur, you should be fine. I I don't know what the situation is with uh, those toll roads, but I've never been charged on one yet on a motorcycle. Really? I guess I need nope. to stop carrying my easy pass then because. Uh... That nope. thing gets picked up. Yeah, maybe, and maybe it has something to do with the speed that I go through those things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's speed. because your pipes are so fucking loud that you you disconnect the camera as you go uh, by, and the, uh, the, it the whole or something. the whole frame is vibrating so badly yeah, they can't they can't the tell the. That reminds the, uh, me of something cool you guys might not have known. The Barber Museum actually has a racetrack at it. I don't know how much you've looked up or. But apparently, there when there aren't events going on, you can actually uh, pay and like drive your motorcycle or whatever around the track. Hmm. Yeah. Did you say this place was in Alabama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really try to spend any time in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I got to drive all the way north to south of that fucker next month when I go back to Florida. <laughs> it's the most two- boring part of that drive is Alabama. It takes I spent forever. two weeks in Anniston, we Alabama, several years ago, and uh, yeah, I won't go back. You get pulled over, and that guy's got like a big dip in his mouth, and he's like, "Boy, a you got what? a pretty mouth." A big yeah. what in his mouth? <laughs> a, dip. <laughs> a dip, tobacco. Oh, oh, it'll still sound the same when he says it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Mouthful of chaw. <laughs> The best. All right, Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5DirtyBikers.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member. I don't think, I think we just have a couple Discord questions and there was one, there's one question on here I think we should, that we should answer. Ryan, have you ever tried dip? Have I? Yeah, I tried it one time. I mean, it took one. Yep, puked. I turned white. My boy, we were out behind like my buddy's uncle's house. He was having a big campfire, and I took that shit and put it that in there. And my buddy goes, "You turned fucking white in no time." (laughs) And then I threw up at my parents' house in between the garage and the house. Then I felt good again. Yeah, no, I no, I I, uh, that. that shit's gross. After about ten minutes, I was like, "What do you do with all the spit that's building up in my in my you mouth?" And, spit. And, yeah, and the guy's like, "You spit it." And I was like, "I was in the back of a car," and I was like, "Where? I'm in a car." <laughs> <laughs> so I've, been, I've been swallowing it for like ten minutes. Oh, oh no wonder you felt oh, like shit. No, I was yeah. pretty sure I never mm. swallowed any of the, of the of the spit from the the chew. But that's still, ridiculous. It's it was bad. it's it's not not a fun habit. It's nasty. Yeah, yeah it was gross. It was bad, but. I don't know what questions we have, so you're going to have So there's, to... there's this one at the very end here, because the other ones were from Wit, but we have one from Dustin, uh, and he came out, he, he asked a question after Wit, and for those of you that don't know, Dustin came out to uh, Kentucky. Uh, he's a military guy. He, uh, he, he came in solo by himself. He camped during our trip, and he rolled in, and probably one of, one of the boss-ass... Uh, one one of the one of the coolest motorcycles I've ever seen. Very old school, high bars, chrome. looked a, It looks a lot like uh, a motorcycle off of a off of a '90s rock video. I mean, it's just really fucking, really fucking cool. And he actually came out to um, to Uranus last year, just before he was supposed to be deployed for um, a few months, and so. He had gone on a cross-country trip and then uh, came out just to see us for one day before he was going to be deployed. But but he's kind of a he's kind of a chopper kind of a chopper kid. He's a young 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 dude, 
and, uh, um, you know, rides a boss ass motorcycle. So his question is money aside, if you could choose any pre shovel head Harley motor, what would you choose? And would you want it original styling or built the way you want it? Probably panhead. I like that 48. That's one of the, that's like a bucket list bike. I would do a knuckle. And I, and I would do, I would do an, I would do the, uh, SNS actually makes a repop knuckle. It's about $15,000 for that motor. And, uh, um, I would want a, a, a modern knuckle, not an old knuckle, obviously. But if he's saying, if you wanted original, um, I would do a knuckle. They're not fast motors by any stretch of the imagination. They leak, but they are probably the coolest engine that Harley ever made. Super, super cool looking motors. Well, for 25 bucks, you could own a nice iron head. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And if you that don't know, we are raffling off a boss ass 1975 Ironhead Sportster for the Autism Society of America. If you could, please go to com, click the raffle page, and buy a ticket. We've got about what less than 90 days before the ticket gets drawn. Days, I think. Yeah, nine days from the time of this recording, so it'll be what minus seven or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on, guys. Help us raise some more money for this cause. There's a lot of families that could really use it for their supports and services they need for their loved ones. I know firsthand they can make a world of difference. So help us out. Help out the autism community. Come see a beautiful bike that Jared Weems built that will be at where, Brittany, pretty soon? Fuel Cleveland. Fuel Cleveland. The end of July. You can see this bike. In the flesh. July uh, 29th and 30th. So I wish I could go. Speaking could of go. old episodes um, and time going by fast, do any of you guys remember when we had Crunch Moto on our podcast? Yes. Yeah, he had the book. He had the book, mm-hmm. right. Wrote mm-hmm. a kid's book. So yep. I got a DM from him the other day, and he's like, hey, man, I'm doing a cross-country trip, and I'm going to be coming right through Grand Forks. Get so out of here. I'm going to meet up with him, yeah. Who the he's hell cool. goes through Grand Forks? He's he's actually going from Florida to Canada up to Alaska. And so wow. he's going to be going through my area. So we're going to meet up in a couple weeks. So, oh, that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, super, nice. super cool. So, so kind of looking forward. So if any of you don't know, go check out our episode with Crunch Moto. He wrote a motorcycle kid's book. And uh, check out that episode because it's a, over a year old for sure. Mm, I think um, it's, it it's at least two years old. Yeah. I believe. Nope. No? No, nope, not quite that old. Yeah. Hmm. So, because Brittany remembers it. So, yep. I've got the book. So, I do too. So, um, so anyway, go out and check out that episode, Crunch Moto, because he's going to be coming through my neck of the woods. And it's rare that somebody comes up this direction. So, so it's going to be pretty, pretty dope. I told him, I'm like, when you're coming through, I'll buy you lunch and I'll ride with you for a while. So it'll be cool. It's crunch Very cool. time. Very cool. So there you go. Oh, uh, note two this weekend. Uh, Jay Sherman is going to be joining me and Roger on our oh, expedition really? to the trip. To, oh, that's uh, cool. Nice. The that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Jay came down last year for one of the unhinged MCs rides for the Heidi Foundation. And uh, he had a good time and heard about what me and Roger were going to go do and He's like, hey, I'm, that's not too far from where I'm at. So I was like, yeah, come along. Nice, nice. He's uh, um, yeah, he's putting some miles on that Road King of his. So oh yeah, he's he got is. that that uh, Venom. That what is that? What was that paint called? Is it Venom? Snake Venom. Snake, snake Venom. Venom. Yeah, yeah. He's got a Snake Venom Road King. He traded off his Pan America. And, and yeah, I saw one of those at the bike show. It wasn't in the bike show, but I tell you what, there were some badass bikes that showed up to the bike show late after registration was over. That probably what could have won the whole thing, uh, but we did have some nice bikes that you know took took home trophies. Nice, yeah, yeah. A lot of nice. good variety. There was a good variety. We had everything from choppers to big wheel baggers to you know just nice modded out road glides and street glides. Pretty cool. Very Fun cool. Time. Yeah. Very very cool. So yeah, this time next week when we record, I will have uh, already been up to the Iron Horse. So um, look out for us. Uh, well, you'll, you'll, everybody will see it by then, but I'll be uh, posting on socials while I'm there. So I'm going to try to, my phone's 
uh, out facing camera took a shit over the weekend. So anything oh, I got to no. take has to be in selfie mode. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and I hate taking selfies. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to have to turn the phone around like this to get instant. <laughs> Other than that, I'm going to have to pack my M50 wow. because I need to bring my camera, I guess. You still having flapper problems, Brittany? <laughs> Are you following the 530 Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at 530 Bikers.